I didn't tell you Batman released it. I I meant to go to Cafe Nero because they had a promotional tie-in with the Batman. <laughs> Did they put the little um, question mark in all the lattes or bates? Did they call them bates? No, <laughs> no, no. They they had no. They had a hot chocolate that had the the question mark on the top. But apparently the the sort of uh, gimmick was that it was a hot chocolate mixed with a mystery ingredient. And you had to guess that. And if you if you got it right, I think you won a trip to like Warner Brothers World in Abu Dhabi or something like that. Was the mystery ingredient chocolate? Cinnamon, but it's cinnamon. It's always cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't end up having a, a riddle of hot chocolate. But what a strange promotional tie-in there, right? Oreos are doing a tie-in. And at the end, it's, it's like, thanks Oreos. But there wasn't any Oreos throughout the film. No, that is true. Because yeah, they had a they had a big epic sort of advert before that before it with all the sort of like cracking Oreo biscuits and everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you think a new Zorro film will come out and they'll have like Hydrox Zorios? Let's just start this because I'm already annoyed. Why? I, I generally thought that's where you were going. <laughs> because as, as we've established before, <laughs> I don't know what Hydrox are. I, I told you. Yeah, no, but. You say a lot of things. Are you gonna bark all day? This is a tasty burger. I am just a figment of your imagination. Here's Johnny. You are a sad, strange little man. These guys were that. Don't fail me again. I'm vengeance. Do you do the intro when it's a bonus, a Brucey bonus? Bruce Wayne bonus. Yeah, well, that's why it went for the thanks. <laughs> Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Popcorn Bucket Podcast with Ben and Rob. This is a regular look at the wonderful world of films, film franchises, and film nonsense. This week is a f- format-free pick and mix episode in which we're going to discuss, with full spoilers, the Batman. The Batman. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. It's a warning. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say. Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. So yes, The Batman, released in 2022. Directed by Matt Rees, written by Matt Rees and Peter Craig, based on characters from DC, starring... Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dana, Jeffrey Wright, John Taruto, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrell. Cinematography by Greg Fraser, and music by Michael Giacchino. I looked it up because I I was I was like it's Giacchino. Giacchino, sorry, Michael yes. Giacchino. Yes. Dun 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 dun. It's dun, the dun, Batman. Dun. It's the Batman. He's got bad plans in in his suit i lost the rhythm (laughs) punch in the face bat mobile is cool (laughs) we're gonna do the whole pod like this it's the popcorn bucket podcast with ben and rob ben is better i didn't think the podcast would go this way Oh, I was doing the clap because it was like the Friends theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in a silly mood this evening. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up and eat your Zorios. <laughs> yeah, you're just ensuring that we keep that in now. I was going to lose that bit. Okay, so enough of this crap. The Batman. So originally it was going to be Ben Affleck. He was cast as batman in the dceu and he was yep. going to write direct and star but he dropped out 
uh, of directing initially. And Matt Reeves, I didn't realize Matt Reeves signed on to direct Ben Affleck, and it was still going to be uh, tied into this Snyderverse. No, oh, well, it's trending on Twitter today. Restore the Snyderverse. They still want it. Yeah. No one else does, but they want it. And then Ben Affleck dropped out entirely and was replaced by Robert Pattinson. Yeah, good choice, I think. Interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, with with Ben Affleck, I will say that I remember there was backlash when he was cast originally. Yeah. Um, and there were people who were just like, oh, don't want Batfleck. They thought they were really clever with that. But uh, he seems to have won around the sort of the hardcore Snyder fans. I, I thought he was fine. As it, I just thought the films were abysmal. Yeah, well, that's it. I thought he was he was fine as uh, both Batman and Bruce Wayne. I think his his version of Bruce Wayne, the sort of older, more jaded version, I thought was really really good. And I think that that Bruce Wayne should always have like a, a bit of a douchey quality to him because you can because you you need that for the people to not trust him. You've got people who like him and think he's, you know, kind of whatever. But I mean, he uses that sort of playboy type lifestyle as as a, as a as a red herring, as a, as a way to throw people off the whole thing. And and Ben Affleck, God love him, I know I really do like him, but he does have significant douche energy. And uh, I think I think he kind of tapped into that for for Bruce Wayne, and it worked. And I liked his Batman. I liked the uh, suit. As well, I thought the suit was really cool. Um, just yeah, the film sucked, but you know, we we got a different Batman now. The Batman we deserve. Yeah, I mean, how, so we haven't actually we've we've held off on discussion about this. I obviously know my opinion. Rob, what did what did you think of the Batman? I liked it more than I thought it was going to. Mm. Which they can put on the poster. Yeah. I've, I mean, not that I. I mean, I thought Rob, nothing against uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, I know they're like, there's always a casting backlash, backlash to the casting of any sort of high-profile thing now. Uh, R bats, I think, was the term for him mm. in the in the sort of that bat flake, that bat yeah. flake vein. Or Pattinson. Uh, okay. Yeah, but no, well, that's that seems to be the affectionate term now. So we went from our bats because that was, you know, the the, the kind of oh the, the sparkly loser from Twilight to uh to Battinson. Now he's he's ours, the hardcore Batman fans have embraced him for the most part. Um yeah, I thought I was surprised that it was darker than the Nolan films. Not that they're sort of like, you know, particularly dark, but it just seemed a bit more even more sort of grimy and I guess yeah, darker. And I was surprised kind of at that. I'd like, you know, when they reboot it again to just go back to Adam West. There is something to be said. I I do miss a little bit of the sort of campness of Batman, because I mean this is a controversial uh, viewpoint, but I may have even said it before. But of the four original Batman, the the you know Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin, Batman Forever is my favorite. And there's there's something kind of about it. I think, and I think Val Kilmer's really good. Hmm. I think there's an inherent ridiculousness to Batman as as a thing, and I, I and I get taking it super seriously and everything. And Batman takes himself very seriously, but that's why I find something like Lego Batman so funny. Yes, is, is the fact that it's kind of skewering that affectionately, but it, it is skewering that as as a thing. And I was thinking they had a bunch of uh, toy adverts for the Batman and they got a Lego tie-in set, but no kid is going to watch this. This is... No, it's a, well, it's a 15 is, here. It's a... Yeah. Um, P, not P, is it PG-13 in America, I think? I think it may be. I think they managed to, to sort of get it down to... Because PG-13 isn't quite as the equivalent of a 12A, but it's it's kind of ish. But, you know, and I was thinking with all these tie-in toys and everything, the kids aren't going to be able to see this movie because they just won't be allowed in it and it will give them nightmares. I mean... Arguably, some some of those Lego sets are, um, are more aimed at adults, anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's the fact that you know they have a a massive influx of Batman merch, and 
Mind you, it didn't stop in the 80s with like Robocop and everything like that. Mm. So, you know, what do I know? But I, I, I did think that, you know, and some of the best stories, some of the best Batman stories are dark as hell. And it, it's clearly coming from like the long Halloween. Uh, that's that's definitely an influence. That's one of the reasons why it's set Halloween. And, you know, and, and, and yeah, that's fine. But there's part of me that does miss the sort of fun a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, part part of that. I wonder if it's. Um, I know this isn't part of the wider uh, DC universe films, but one of the main criticisms of Marvel seems to be that all the films have humour. Yeah. Um. So it's it's almost like a DC film has to set itself against that by not having any humour. I mean, there was a few jokes in this, but they don't like the quipping. It seems. I know, and it's just like what fucking comic books have they been reading that doesn't have quipping like I, i've read a ton of comic books and yeah marvel tends to be with the quips but dc too not not all their heroes but i mean christ they're they're not all one note i don't know i you know batman batman's brooding and we get it and that that's fine but a tiny bit of levity doesn't hurt and this does have a few lines but then i i like the fact that i saw some people reacting to it like oh it, it it shocked me how natural the humor was you know and it's just like look just just say you prefer dc and batman and you don't like marvel it's fine we don't always have to have this sort of point scoring competition it does make me laugh when the when you know something like the batman comes out and and then you get the, the kind of hardcore people who believe in sort of marvel versus dc as um as a kind of like marvel can you hear us and it's just like no they can't they're 60 miles ahead you know, like, yeah, wow, wow, you did a good Batman movie. You did that before. You know, it's just like make your shared universe work and then we'll talk. Or don't worry about, or don't worry about shared universe and just make decent standalone films. Yeah, I know. Not, not okay. everything has to be shared. No, that's very selfish of you, Rob. It was a bit. <laughs> it's not what I tell my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, not everything has to be shared, and and, and it's it, it's interesting that that DC's kind of two bi- biggest successes recently. Because I'd say the Batman is pretty much a big success for them, is it not? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Box office stuff, but it's Batman. It's it's not going to you know flop. But has has been Joker and the Batman. I mean, the Suicide Squad, I think, was okay for them. Oh, Wonder Woman. One well, but I I mean like sort of box office wise, I don't think Wonder Woman eighty four did particularly well because obviously it was released during the pandemic. There was lots of things, and it was critically mauled. Yeah, but the first one was. Yeah, the first one was decent. I, I and and this this is the thing. Like Shazam is one of my favorite superhero movies. Full stop. I love Shazam. No, I thought Wonder Woman was the, the definitely the first one. The, the the first one was fantastic. That'd be one of my top superhero films. Yeah, I yeah I really like the first Wonder Woman, but eighty four, I just could not get on board with it. Um, but but yeah, you know it it it's weird to me that that it's always this this sort of like their biz, biggest successes have not been part of the bigger shared universe. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're go- they're going to try. They're going to, and that's why they 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 kind of got rid of the whole Snyder thing because they're. They want someone else to have a crack at it, and and rather than go for just like one auteur's vision, um, they want to kind of have a proper crack of the whip. And who can blame them, really? I mean, it's it's interesting because I don't think old Battinson would fit into the DCEU very well, because you, otherwise you're going to have to go for a similar tone for everything. He can't just turn up and be him. Because I mean, it, I think it's a great performance, but he's like a junkie in this. Like he's he's strung out. He's definitely mentally unwell. Is he not? Well, that's the arc of this film, isn't it? Um, so I guess oh, before I guess before we kind of go into sort of heavy spoilers. Uh, so you asked me what I thought of it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well cast. Um, I thought Robert Pattinson, who has a great first name, was um, he's, he's great as Batman. Andy Serkis, I thought was great. Jeffrey Wright. Um, Everyone was yeah. Everybody thought they were operating at the top of the game. 
Um, the design I thought was amazing. The way it was filmed was very interesting. It was quite unusual, I thought, stylistically. The design of Gotham was outstanding. The mm-hmm. best thing for me was the score. Um, and oh, I think the score really know, elevated the film. I'm not, I'm not sure I've been this into a score in quite a long time. Uh, but it's absolutely, it's been going on my head for a while since I saw the film. Um, it's, uh, uh, in some ways, I think the score makes the film better. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sort of saying it's a bad film. I just think the, the score really elevates it. It's, it's cracking. Um, there are some really great action pieces. It's nice that it's kind of, uh, not all set pieces. There is kind of the detective element that they were going for. It's good. It would work as a standalone film. Mm. Um, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought... The, oh, sorry. So I guess before we get into spoilers, what was your um, feeling of it? I'm pretty much the same. I mean, I I was not looking forward to it uh, with the trailers and everything because I was just like, okay, we've done we've done Batman that's it's it's done like oh definitely yeah you know and 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 you know and but that's the thing like we've had multiple Spider-Man origins as well and it just it just depends how you do it I was glad it didn't do the his parents in the alley oh yeah if I'd seen the Wayne's shot one more fucking time I would have lost it although I do like the all all the stuff that's been on the internet since saying that that must have been in 2001 so they were probably coming out of Shrek (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so I mean, yeah, that I think it was smart doing the sort of year two thing. So like he's still finding his feet as Batman, but there are certain things that are established. So we don't have to see him kind of uh, setting up the Batcave. We don't have to see him fall down a well and get scared by bats. We don't have to see the Wayne shot. You know, it, it's you don't have to see him fly. Yeah, that that wingsuit bit is. Oh no, sorry, I meant a bit flying the. Uh flying with the bats like he does in Batman Superman oh yes yes I try and forget that movie when I can and yeah so so we it a lot of the time it didn't feel like we were just going over old ground even though you know people are familiar with the Riddler it's a very very different take on the Riddler you know and that's the thing I kind of miss the Frank Gorshin kind of Jim Carrey you know thing to the Riddler but making him a Zodiac killer type and and the look and everything is really cool I, I think it's quite similar to or not too far removed from sort of Heath Ledger's Joker they could have easily coexisted for sure I could I, I don't think that I don't think this Riddler would have been too it would have been too unusual to see him in the Nolan Batman films mm. yeah he'd have fit in there because it's that sort of it's that grounded take on the whole yeah. thing. It's not someone who's got like a, a question mark tuxedo or a matching hat with Kane. It's uh, it's it's someone who's got like a big duffel coat and some army winter camo type deal, army surplus kind of things, and the eyeglasses. I think the eyeglasses are a really really nice touch. Mm. Uh, I've seen someone point out that uh, the eyeglasses are very very similar to the ones that Jim Carrey wears. When he's Edward Nigma in Batman Forever, which is a nice touch, okay, uh, as well. But yeah, the sort of the full sort of face mask type thing. Uh, he really likes his uh, his duct tape, you know, and and, and all that. It, it's yeah, it, and it's it's a disturbing thing. I mean, it, when you see him coming out of the shadows, when you see the sort of reflection of the eyeglasses as as his victim. We're still light on spoilers here, but it is the first bit of the movie. It sort of is is on the phone and whatever, like that's that's cool. Yeah, it's unsettling. It is very unsettling, and uh, and Paul Dano does a great job. But then Paul Dano has been fantastic ever since I've seen him in movies. You know, just like he he is good in every single thing. I mean, Christ, look at something like Little Miss Sunshine, which was ages ago now, and uh, he's fantastic in that. And yeah, his his performance, he he gets a lot out of. Quite a restricting kind of thing for the most part with with the sort of the mask on, but uh, yeah, he's 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 properly disturbing. But you know, it's cool, and that that was that was cool. And I thought, you know, uh, Zoe Kravitz as as Catwoman again. She's not quite the full Catwoman yet. I don't think they ever refer to her as Catwoman. There's a bit where she says about the bat and the cat. Oh yes, yes, um, but that that was cool. Um, 
Jeffrey Wright. I was, I kind of wanted more, a little bit more from Jeffrey Wright, but then hopefully we'll see the sort of Batman Gordon uh, relationship kind of develop more as well. Because the thing is, that dude's Felix Leiter. He's he's cool and everything, and plus he's following Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman was really lovable as Gordon uh, in in the Dark Knight trilogy. So. And J.K. Simmons as well. I mean, that these are these are big shoes to fill. But Jeffrey Wright is more than capable. It's just that I I felt we could have done with a little bit more, not banter, but certainly certainly more kind of. I don't know. I was just kind of expecting more from their relationship. Full stop. But I guess it's year two, so you know, it's a developing thing, and then soon they'll get that sort of trust and and. Mutual respect type thing down, which would be cool. It didn't feel three hours long. It's apparently it's the second longest comic book film after Endgame. Yeah, I, I see. I, I did feel it drag a little bit. I, I think it is too long, but only a little bit, really. It, it just, it just felt like I'm fine with films taking their time, but films seem to be this long now anyway. I mean, the the number of three hour movies I've sat through fairly recently is, yeah, is is growing all the time. But yeah, I mean, for yeah, for the most part. And the thing is, I was never bored. You know, I was never bored. So that's always the thing. Like, you can keep me there for as long as you want, as long as I'm not bored, as long as I I don't want to be anywhere else. You know, I I, and I wanted to be in that cinema seat watching the Batman and I did for the full three hours and I deserve some kind of medal I think a bat shaped medal because you watched a three hour film yeah that's right do you want one as well a bat medal um, something about Resin by Taron that uh, was actually making uh, Batman medals or Batman logos today oh really hmm hmm that's cool. It was cool. How much did you get paid for that plug? Nothing. No? No, that wasn't what I was going for. But um, no, he's, <laughs> he looked cool. I will share it after this episode comes out. Please do. If I can work out how to share things. Yes. Yes, please do. That'd be, uh, that'd be awesome. And it'd be a nice hint for the people who don't know this pod is coming. So, yeah. I it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... Yeah, I was... I was on the same page as you for this one, I think. And, and it was like, fucking, I keep forgetting Colin Farrell's in it. And I mean that in the best possible way. Because, I mean, only like once did I look at him and go, oh yeah, that is Colin Farrell. I think ac- across his eyes, but yeah, apart from that, you would Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, the, it was the eyes that, the, the eyes have it, as they say. Um, but it was, it was a bit where Batman was kind of, uh, had him by the the collar and was kind of threatening him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that does look like Colin Farrell. But most of the time, you just unrecognizable. And it's a great performance. And John Turturro as well, I thought, was really slimy. Really good. I like John Turturro when he's playing a dick. Yeah, no, yeah, he was, um, as I say, it's very well cast as well designed and scored amazingly. Yeah, it, Michael Cicchino is becoming one of my favorite composers full stop. He has been for a while. I mean, he did Ratatouille. He did Up. He did, uh, he's done the Spider-Man thing. He did Doctor Strange. Like these are all great themes and great pieces of music. But I think, I think Batman is, is some of his best work. Yeah. I can't remember which episode we took, because we talked about him. You said about his love of puns. Yeah. Oh, he loves them. Huge fan. Because one of the tracks on this album is, Highway to the Anger Zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's old Giacchino. He loves it. So, yeah, okay, so um, I guess... Yeah, no. let's, let's get into full spoilers, because there's a lot to chat about. I thought it was unusual that it's got a voiceover. So unusual, in fact, that I have uh, I have it here to read out. Oh, pl- the, very, the very opening? Yes. Oh, please do. If I stay, there can be no party. I must be out there in the night, staying vigilant. Wherever a party needs to be saved, I'm there. Wherever there are masks, wherever there's tomfoolery and joy, I'm there. 
but sometimes I'm not, because I'm out in the night, staying vigilant, watching, lurking, running, jumping, hurtling, sleeping. No, I can't sleep. You sleep. I'm awake. I don't sleep. I don't blink. Am I a bird? No, I'm a bat. I am Batman. Or am I? Yes, I am Batman. Happy Halloween. Darkness. No parents. Continue darkness. Yeah. It was a bit teenage angsty. Particularly when it comes to him, he's just writing the words down. But but that's what I mean. I I think the sort of him him looking kind of strong out, and he does. He looks properly strong out. He he, do, he doesn't look well, and and it, I, even though he's got this sort of coal uh, around his eyes and everything, obviously because the Batman mask, the dark eyes as well. But I think he would have black rings around his eyes anyway. So him him doing that, yeah, I was I was a little bit taken aback by the by the intro, especially as I think I think it, that has been put to bed a while ago. I think that's the sort of Rorschach sort of uh, voiceover, isn't it? it? It's almost it's almost like a a parody at this point. Even though Rorschach is a parody of Batman, it's it's just like that sort of deal. Um, but I, I like the sort of weird, I, I like, I like the fact that he needs an outlet for it. He just needs to put down, he needs to keep sort of reevaluating his mission statement in his diaries. And I love the fact that the Riddler keeps a diary as well. Yeah. Well, there's meant to be parallels between the two of them, isn't there? That they grew up in the, you know, both orphans, both, both grew up in, you know, him in a Wayne, uh, in Wayne Manor, the Riddler in Wayne orphanage. Yeah. And and I think I think that's that's a cool kind of parallel. I think I, I yeah the, the voiceover was a little bit kind of oh fuck we're going here, but yeah I I think I think with a with a lot of Batman things it's just like it could easily be made fun of, but sort of gets away with it because it's Batman, you know. But yeah I agree. I when it opened with that I was uh, I was more than shocked, but. Uh, but yeah, I thought, you, I, and they kind of forget about it later on. They they do a bit more, but then then it's just like all just him talking to other characters. So yes, what else have you got? It's got actual bats in it. It does. Many the actual. Bats. Dark Knight is the only Batman film to not have any bats, CGI or real. But it's got a Batman. Yeah, but not a bat. Oh, that's true. Although he does drive that car at one point, the sports car, which has, it's called the Merliago or something like that, which means bat. But again, that doesn't count as a real bat. At least I don't think it does. Rob, do some research. Do sports cars count as bats? In the way that, no. Were you going to spoil our one-shot thing? (laughs) No. You absolutely were, you dick. So this was quite. Uh, this was a lot. Of this was filmed in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. So, so Liverpool looked quite nice in it. Yeah, he jumps off the Liver Building. He does, and goes to St George's Hall, goes through uh, Anfield Cemetery. Yeah, they need to go to Greyfriars in Edinburgh. They did film some stuff uh, in Scotland, but uh, that that's the most gothic graveyard I've ever been to. There's one in London as well, which is, that were used in um, the. Uh, Fantastic Beast sequel, whatever that was called. Uh, flogging a dead horse one. Nice. Crimes of Grindelwald. That was it. Yeah. Crimes against cinema. Wow, it just... Okay, it's cool. Trevor from EastEnders plays the, uh, I think, the police commissioner. Yeah, I, d- I haven't watched EastEnders for a long, long time. Well, so. he's, he's not been in it for a long, long time either. Okay, well, that's fine. So I don't know him then. Yeah, he was a villain back in the day. Old Trev. Yep. Yeah, I don't still know him. I may know a picture. But uh, Trev, okay, cool. Well, I, I really like the use of Nirvana Something in the Way throughout. Uh, kind of related to score because it's a great song, and I, I think all the sequences with that in it are pretty good. Yes. I thought the, sure. the car chase was fantastic, particularly the end when you've got the sort of the uh, the, pe- the penguin 
upside down, but the camera's from his point of view, and Batman's walking upside down. Yeah. down looks like a western. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Yeah. It's a nice shout out to the Mitchells versus the Machines as well when he does the Rick Mitchell special to jump over that ramp through the flames. Yeah, I'm sure that was intentional. It's a movie of entrances, cool entrances. You have obviously I said about the Riddler with uh, with the eyeglasses reflecting the light when he's stood in shadow. Obviously the uh, the proper Batman entrance into into this movie. You got the the bat signal and the all the crims being scared. I like that the opening then when when you you sort of like which one is he going to show up in? Yeah. And then oh, it's the it's the train thing, and him coming out, and you can hear his clumpy boots. Yes. Really reminded me of the Bear Jew scene from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then then you have Chikino's dun 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 dun, and then just that one dude who steps to Batman, it just gets absolutely hammered. <laughs> he, he just gets bubbled into the dirt, and then then the rest of them are foolishly to take on the Batman. Why would you do that? Apart from the one guy, yeah, yeah, I like I like the fact that uh, that Batman's bedside manner needs some attention because that that guy he saved was still super scared of him, and that's going to be part of the whole thing anyway. But again, he hasn't he hasn't become the beacon of hope yet, has he? Well, that's his arc through the film. Yes, he realizes that he needs his friends. Oh wait, that's Lego Batman, but um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, the he can't just be vengeance. He's got to be a symbol to protect yes. those he loves. Yes. And that's it. So, so that's why he, he becomes better at the whole interpersonal thing at the end. Yeah. And uh, to, to sort of inspire the city, I guess. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a cool arc. I think that's, that's an interesting way to go about it. And yeah. And then my favorite entrance in the whole movie, Batmobile. Holy crap! That sequence. See, because I I'd seen pictures and toys of the new Batmobile, uh, and, it, I, and I even got it in Rocket League. So, and I was kind of like, yeah, it's it's all right. I can see what they're going for. Sort of like just like a, a old muscle type car with some armor on it and a jet engine on the back. Yeah. But then you hear it, and the sound completely sells everything else about the car. To me, I was like, "Holy crap!" It sounds like seven angry gorillas taped together. It's amazing, and uh, and then obviously the car chase is very very cool, and and everything about it is awesome. Set to Highway to the Anger Zone. Yes, well that's it, and then yeah, then you get the him emerging through the flames. Oh, so cool! I mean, that's the thing about Batman; you can always count on him to be cool, unless you know it's Batman and Robin, or Batman Forever, some parts. But yeah, it, so so that's that was my kind of favorite kind of marrying of of the score and and the visuals and everything. I think any time that that big that big sort of bit of score is used, it really elevates the scene. It does. There's and it's a really really simple score, yeah. but holy crap, does he get a lot of use out of it? And it is. It can be sad. It can be incredibly foreboding. Um, and I I think. I like the sort of lighter piece that it goes into in, in just the Batman, the, the, the soundtrack bit. Um, it does go into like more of a epic romance type thing. There are some soaring strings and everything there as well. But then we go back to the darkness because obviously Batman, Giacchino is a fucking genius. He really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he just continues and it, he seems incredibly versatile as well. Just like, you know, some composers, it, it's like, you know, they're, they're known for the thing they do, and that's fine. But Giacchino, it just, it, you can't pin him down on types of music, can you? And I, I still think his Doctor Strange score is criminally underrated. The, the proper Doctor Strange theme is awesome. And, you know, a proper sort of, like, hummable theme for spider-man because i love the danny elfman stuff but it, it it is it it doesn't have that sort of dun 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 you know that's awesome do, do you know i i had a slight issue with the riddler's riddles 
Only a slight issue. I really like the first one about a dead liar and he lies still. Yes, I thought that was good. That and I wanted to see more of that, but then I'm no, I'm slightly ashamed to admit that I didn't get the sort of Spanish bat thing, the getting the different tents and that oh, little you, you, URL. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed a bit like yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It doesn't have the sort of dramatic sort of like, oh, fuck. That, no, it's just about like, oh, that's clever, URL. Yeah, but, but you know, and I, it's funny that the Penguin knows that as well, but I, I get the feeling that with the sort of, uh, with Falcone, because they just call him Falcone in this one, I think they just did that just to make the bird riddle fit. Okay. Just a little bit. He's been Falcone for as long as I I have known the kind of things in video games in the Dark Knight trilogy. It's always Falcone, but they call him Falcone in this one, and I think it's just because it sounds more like Falcon. So so yeah, I I kind of I kind of wished for more sort of wordplay type riddles or more kind of like I'd like the sort of cipher kind of deal, but yeah, the URL thing I was not. I was like, oh okay. We've gone into movie logic land now. The thumb drive thing, I thought, was, you know, warranted a chuckle. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. But, you know, yes. Yeah, I could have done, I could have done with a little bit more clarity on the riddles, I think. That would have, that would have been cool. I, I wanted I wanted more of the, the sort of classic ones. But uh, I love the fact that he, he keeps leaving sort of love letters to batman i mean you think it's like a taunt but no it's actually kind of a love letter he feels that they're the same and to be honest he's kind of got a point as the old riddler the fact that he thinks batman is going to be on his side he could easily be yeah and and he has identified that they are the same in in many different ways so yeah that whole to the batman thing and it, it it's like it's just it's encouraging him over to the riddler side you think it's just oh someone who thinks they're much much smarter than him taunting him um, but no, it isn't. Okay, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Oh yeah, well that's that's what he says. You know, that's that's why you have, which I think is a really really great scene. Is is uh, is in the in the prison thing and the visiting thing, and uh, you've got the Riddler saying Bruce Wayne, and you think, oh shit, he's rumbled him, but he hasn't. But he he implores Batman to join him. He was, he was like, I thought you were going to be. You know, my friend, and, and and help me, help me do my thing. So I will admit, then I didn't read like that. So I thought he had worked out who he was. Oh no, 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 no! I I think that's that's the tension of the scene, in the fact that he, yeah, he he says Bruce Wayne, but then then I think he says something like, he's the key to this or something like that. I'm pretty sure I could have misread the scene. I could. No, I, I, I don't know because I suppose otherwise, you know, surely he would have told everyone. Yeah, you maybe you're right, but I thought. Because he says about Bruce Wayne was the only one he couldn't get because mm. the bat, yeah, the, that was the only one but the, the Batman had saved. Mm. But, so I wasn't sure whether he kind of drawn the link that way. Mm. I might be wrong. After them, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think I, I, I still don't think. I think by the end of the movie, he still doesn't know that that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Spoilers. Okay. But yeah, so so that was that was cool, and that was that was a very very cool scene. And him singing was really unnerving. Uh, going into Ave Maria, I thought that his uh, his really high pitched eye was a bit was a, <laughs> interesting. He's a psychopath. It's fine. Um, the reveal that he's sort of like uh, he goes on 4chan a lot, <laughs> I guess, uh, was that felt proper. That felt legit. To me, uh, uh, the bit where you, oh my god, he's got five hundred followers. Yeah, I, yeah, five hundred followers, mostly fringe types. I'm going, I'm going to use that for my own personal social media. You know, like describing real fringe types. Yeah, but that's that's yeah, the followers of the popcorn bucket. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice if we had five hundred followers. To be honest, it, it would be campaign to five hundred fringe starts now. Well, I thought it was a nice tie-in that the real villains of this were the fans of the of the of the 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 Joker film. So yeah, him but the thing is I I feel like the film sort of the sort of big disaster thing with the vans blowing up and the flood that that didn't feel quite right to me. I know it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that it didn't feel like it 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 it, it did, but 
I don't know. I didn't feel the kind of stakes of it, and and I I thought that because the 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 focus on the detective stuff in this thing is definitely how they should do Batman. Like he's part Sherlock Holmes, part fucking creature of the night. You know, <laughs> like the, these. So so him doing that and having to use his brain and working things out and everything is great. And and I thought that the end bit was going to be a bunch because they were all dressed as the Riddler. I thought it was him trying to work out which one was the real one. Yeah. Which it isn't. I thought it was going to be like that um, sequence in The Dark Knight where you have the clowns and the hostages, but they're actually switched. And Maybe they, that would have been too similar. You Quite possibly, but that's that's what that, I was getting that sort of vibe from I it. thought it was uh, a bit, not strange, but there, there was no kind of... He he couldn't solve a riddle to stop the vans. It was kind of, there are the vans, there go the vans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the one, the, the, the sort of cool thing that this film plays with is the sort of idea of privilege and things like that. I, I've seen a lot of people, I say a lot of people, a few fringe types who... <laughs> got upset at Catwoman saying about rich white arseholes. And they were just like, why did she have to say white? And it's like, it's clear why she says white. Firstly, all all the all the rich arseholes in the movie are white, for one. And two, you would imagine that her experience as a black woman would go into that whole perce- perception, that whole accurate perception that a lot of people in power are old white dudes you know i mean that's not contra- that's not a controversial statement no that's in uh, the dark Knight eyes isn't it when again catwoman says about how people like bruce wayne have been able to live so large at the expense of everyone else for so long yeah exactly exactly but but it's because it's zoe kravitz saying it and she's a certain skin color um and and she happens to be a woman as well the audacity of being both those things you know some people have got mad about it and uh, they can fuck right off. I'm I'm sick of them. You're kicking their toys out the pram every single time. You're always political. Yeah, yeah, it is political. Everything's political. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I thought it was nice that uh, you, you know. I guess you haven't had the Batman. This Batman isn't currently trying to inspire people, but the Riddler managed to inspire people, obviously in a terrible way. Mm. Uh, that because I suppose if it was, I mean, it did feel quite realistic that a lunatic like that would inspire similar minded people to sort of think oh, oh he's sure. great it did yeah. feel a bit almost uncomfortably close to yeah real life. exactly it was it was some QAnon shit yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know it was and do you know i think that them using privilege in not a woke way i'm sick of that overused phrase which doesn't mean anything anymore um but but i think that the idea that they play with that that Bruce Wayne can have all the book learning in the world, but he still didn't know what a carpet tucker was. Yes, I like that. And the the cop, who you would imagine has many jobs and has people has you know people in his family. I think he says it's his cousin or yeah. something like that. I, I, and that was that was the sort of missing piece of the puzzle. And Bruce Wayne didn't know what it was because, of course, he wouldn't know what it was yeah. because of, because of the, the the things he's been afforded. And that's not that's not a criticism of of Bruce Wayne's lifestyle or anything like that. It's just admitting that there are certain things that, you know, the people of, of other classes and other financial situations would know better than the elite. And I think I think that's fair enough. So I thought that was a very, very cool uh, sort of twist on the whole thing. And the fact that you know he needs he he needs to collaborate with the police. I do of, like that policeman's arc throughout the film, though. Yeah, because he hates Batman whenever he sees him. Calls him a, he's the one who calls him a freak and won't let him in until um, Gordon, so, you know, allows him to the crime scene. He he wants to sort of take off his mask when Batman's unconscious, but then when he sees Bruce Wayne at the funeral, he's like, "Hey, Bruce!" Yeah. And then at the end, he's kind of resigned to it. And then you say he's the one who helps give him the final clue. Yeah, so. So you know that, yeah, that that is done really, really well, and uh, and I think that's that's. I don't think the Nolan films even touched on that sort of idea. So uh, so you know, going somewhere new with it because not Nolan hangs over this movie, you know, a lot because clearly he does because he he sort of reinvented Batman, but he also kind of 
reinvented the superhero thing at the same time. And the origin story, having a gritty reboot. Exactly. So, so like, this has obviously got Christopher Nolan's fingerprints on it. Places, I mean, the, the place that was really is when Batman's going through the club, beating people up. Hmm. And that happens in The Dark Knight as well. Obviously not with the red light, because red is different now. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so th- th- there are certain kind of Nolan things, but I, I like the fact that the story kind of took it different ways. And, and actually, I'm I'm really excited to see more of this Bruce Wayne slash Batman. I think in the next one you probably see more of Bruce Wayne, because you don't really see him much in this one. Yeah, I think he's got to learn how to be Bruce Wayne. I think he knows yes. how to be Batman. He knows how to be Vengeance. Um, and I like the fact that Catwoman calls him vengeance. So like does it, uh, the Penguin. Yeah, it's like it's like the ultimate dad joke. Like, you know, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. You know, it, that sort of thing. Well, I wonder if, if also sort of making him see how ridiculous it is to go around calling himself that. <laughs> yeah, I'm vengeance. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's definitely an element to that. And and I wanted I wanted more Alfred as well because I love Andy Circus. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah, he was good. I mean, but and he definitely strikes me as of of all the Alfreds, he definitely strikes me as an ex-military type more than anyone else. Well, he says about being in the circus, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, the circus. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that. Also, yeah, the 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 production design is great, but when when they're in Wayne Manor and he's got the sort of shades on, and and he's all he's all like. It's like he's again strung out, and he, he does look like a vampire. He's incredibly pale, and whatever. Um, one, I love the fact that it reminds me of the Lego Batman movie where Alfred pulls up the shutters and said, "It's morning, sir." And he goes, Kss! "That made me laugh." And uh, and also that that sort of room they're in. I guess it's the drawing room. I guess it's the kind of thing they have the breakfast table there, but it's not a dining room. Um, that is so there's so much wood about it's gothic and there there are spikes wooden spikes and it looks like the room is going to eat them it's an uncomfortable looking house i I wouldn't be uh, i wouldn't (laughs) want to live in it i would be constantly bashing my head on those fucking low fixtures and shit Mm. like you know and but it works because again batman but like yeah it does look like if they've got that sort of wide shot of of the room and it does look like a pair of jaws sort of with with the, with the teeth coming down it's it's cool it's the, cool the, the cinematography was yeah it was great they uh greg fraser used um anamorphic camera lenses to blur the edges to draw focus as to what's going on I, yeah i found that a little bit weird i, 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 mean, I think it, it made it look quite distinct it definitely gave it its own style you say you know the black and the red and the smoke and the it's, it's definitely got a visual style to say because sure. although thematically and there are elements that are quite similar to uh to a lot of the nolan films you know i mean the look of the joker is quite similar to sorry the riddler is, is quite similar <laughs> to the look of um of the scarecrow um hmm. that kind of inspiring thing is sort of what joker was trying to do in dark knight it was a you know they've had water as a there's a sort of a threat in like in when batman begins um like in the nolan films the main villain is taken off the page for the final act anyway mm. so there are it's nice that you know the, the camera style and the way it's shot looks totally different to you know any of the batman films for sure i felt the, the time they used that because i remember they he uses that sort of blurry sort of pull of focus thing in the car chase yeah. I remember it being on like the wing mirror or something like that, like it's showing Penguin's face. Um, but I, a lot of the time, I felt that they were they were doing it to sort of um, shy away from the violence a little bit, like kind of it, it was normally to avoid showing something incredibly violent. Okay. Um, so it felt more like a hedging kind of thing than than a stylistic choice to me. But then it is used in places which don't do that so blows my theory out of the water but but i thought that that was that was interesting because they they do it's weird this does have a whole bunch of nasty nasty things in it but they do sort of pull their punches and which is fine 
you know, I mean, it's Batman after all. But and I keep saying it's Batman, but then that shows what an institution Batman is. Everyone is aware of what Batman's deal is, and that's why you didn't need to waste anyone's time fucking telling them for the eightieth sodding time round. I think, like, like for instance, with um, the sort of side story of Catwoman's roommate slash girlfriend, who who comes to a sticky end with uh, with old Falcone. Remember, she gets strangled. Yeah, yeah. And that that phone call, that 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 phone message is harrowing. Yes, as deeply, deeply unpleasant, and. You know, so so it does have, and and you know, I with the dude with half his face chewed off by rats. Yeah, that's true for me, Stenders. No, yeah, I hate that. The video of that was quite similar to the way it was filmed again in the Dark Knight. Yeah, in the Dark Knight. Yeah, the, the sort of yeah, the sort of live stream type deal. Yeah, yeah, I I felt that as well, and I love I love the sort of um, the the funeral sequence thing where where the car comes crashing in and just, oh, it, it, it's great. It's really, really well done. But, it, and, but that whole thing, yes, felt very, very Joker-esque. It felt very, but not quite as disturbing. The, the one in the, in the Dark Knight still, still kind of like shocks. Um, whereas, whereas this one was kind of just like, he was way more calm. I think, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. What am I saying? Who's Batman? Abed's Batman. Yeah, what? That was the other thing that with the sort of voice and everything like that. Abed's been Batman in Community, and I think that's what I mean about the sort of Rorschach sort of parody type deal. The fact that it's been done, so it feels it feels weird that they would lean so hard into that. But then, what are you going to do? You're damned if you do, and damned if you don't. I suppose. (laughs) I wish this movie had sort of better dialogue. I think the writing is decent. But I kind of wanted, like you said with um, Selena Kyle in Dark Knight Rises, you know, when she says, like, there's a storm coming, Mr. Wayne, you know, and you, how I can't remember the whole thing, which is sort of defeating my point. But, you it's know, how like you, you'll, you know, you'll wonder how you, you, your kind of lived so large for so long at the expense of the rest of us or something. Yes, by living so little for the rest of us. Something something definitely along those lines. And and that's a very that's a very cool kind of line. That's a very you know, again, it's not fucking all time great movie lines, but it's 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 good and it's got that sort of thing to it. Whereas very few things in this movie I think were quotable. You know, I kind of just wanted a little bit more snap to some of the dialogue. Um, as I said, I think the story writing was was great, and the actual the actual plotting was really good. It was just I, I could I'm a dialogue man. That's that's how I uh, that's how I really get into movies. If you have got good dialogue, I'm sort of halfway to liking a movie already. And those uh, berries and are I, fresh. <laughs> yeah, bat you have berries. a lot of cats. They were bat berries. <laughs> you have a lot of cats. I have a thing for strays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because she's Catwoman. I tell you what, she needs to fucking shut her fridge door. That was stressing me out throughout that entire little chat they had in her apartment. She opened the the, the fridge to have some milk because you know Catwoman, and uh, <laughs> and then she just leaves it open. Just like you're letting all the cold out. What hell is this? Good cop, batshit cop. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That was. See, I remembered that one. But but again, do you, do you know what I mean? The suit's you... going to be full of blood, mine or yours. That's yeah. Um, so I yes, I, I wish that there was a bit more snap, crackle, and indeed pop to the dialogue. But uh, that will come in time, I suppose. But everything about I I I, I love the sort of this design of the bat suit, this kind of thing. I like the sort of high collar leading into the cape, which is cool. Uh, the wingsuit bit I thought was was really good. That was an unexpected laugh when he uh, just completely eats shit on the pavement. I don't know why why you think I can go under that bridge. I don't, I don't know, but he's learning. Yeah, and that's it. Like I remember seeing I you know seeing the uh, the Funko Pops of this movie before, and they had the wingsuit as some store exclusive or whatever. And I was like, that looks shite, but it looks intentionally shite. That's the whole point. 
and and the fact that it doesn't work. So hopefully in the next movie we'll see some proper wingspan action. Or going Lucius on. Fox, maybe. Oh, Lucius Fox. Yes, get Lucius Fox in. There's a very good shout. Because he's doing all this himself, pretty much. I suppose Alfred's helping, but yeah, 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 yeah. We we need we need Lucius Fox to to be his cue. See if Ben Wishell's doing anything these days. He is actually. He's in that BBC thing, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I think I think sort of changing Lucius Fox to just a nerdy white guy may cause some riffles. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's. I I was honestly impressed by it, and I think I think the more I've thought about it, I think it was kind of like. I mean, if I had to be sort of glib about the whole thing, I think it was like a three-star movie, but it's like a high three, maybe edging into a low four for me now. Um, out, out of five, obviously. It's the sort of thing where it's, it's grown on me, and, and I think I'll be able to forgive some of the sort of shonkier moments. and Because I really... I mean, let's talk about the fucking Joker tease at the end. Uh, what, that's Barry Keen, isn't it? Yes. And it was meant to be a secret, but his brother got drunk and uh, sort of tweeted it or something. <laughs> but it's just that's great, and I'm I'm sure he's a talented actor, and I'm sure you do a great job. But I do feel it is way too early to be jumping into the Joker. But it doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, hopefully he's not going to be in the next one because I think that will be too close to Nolan. That you've had a villain, then you've had you know at the end there's a tease of the Joker, and then the Joker is the focus of the next film. I <clears> can't see it that. Maybe, maybe for the third, yeah, uh, sort of the overarching thing. So Joker's been in prison the entire time, and then then it's Riddler, Joker, and somebody else teaming up to stop the bat. That could work. Let's get writing, because I mean, obviously, Batman has quite an extensive rogues gallery of good and silly villains. Yes, uh, yeah, an amazing rogues gallery. So you know, I mean, I was glad it means that they're not going to only from the. I mean, I don't want. Uh, the joke between the next film because it, I think it probably is what another one. At least it's not Jared Leto, and at least it isn't linking into the Joker film. Yes. Yeah, wouldn't that be fucked up if uh, if it was Joaquin Phoenix just in there in the next movie? He's just aged overnight. That'd be very strange. But again, I can't see, and I know they're not going to, but I can't see those. Battinson and and Phoenix kind of actually going toe to toe at any point. No, well, it's just it's just meant to be standalone films, which which is nice because you can have interesting standalone films that don't have to be tied into some overall narrative. Yeah, you have to be careful with it now because you're just going to be accused of ripping off Marvel. Well, they're doing the Flash one film. Is that this year or next year? No, no. Uh, which is it's based been delayed on... till next year now, but it was going to be this year. And Flashpoint okay. is going to be their sort of multiverse type thing, where they kind of reestablish a bunch of stuff. I know that the Snyder Bros out there are hoping that he sets everything back to the Snyderverse. Maybe they will, and it will continue off into, you know, you'll have the sort of the Snyderverse uh, uh, sort of story. And then you'll have standalone films mm. over here, sort of. Um, the Flashpoint's based on that book from Spider-Man: No Way Home, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I actually watched No Way Home the other night because uh, it's on digital. Okay. And uh, and when he showed the title of his book, I actually did think of the Flash. And, uh, yeah, uh, I wonder whether that was kind of. I'm sure it was a little, little dig, just a little kind of shout out. In a, in a film where they're sort of like bringing back people from different franchises. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like kind of like yeah, it, we know it's kind of cheeky that we're doing this first, but you know, this this was your idea first. Um, yeah, because Flashpoint was announced years ago, wasn't it? Well, yeah, and, and I think the comics got there way before oh, Marvel yeah, did oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah any multiverse things i think i think dc had had done the whole earth 2 type thing whereas marvel had so many that that you know the, the current earth where all this happens do you know the, the designation for earth 616 616 exactly right and yeah so so that's that's their version of it but they've all got parallel kind of things going on i i'm looking i'm really looking forward to Shazam Fury of the Gods 
that that will that will come out, and I'm sure that'll be brilliant. I don't know about Black Adam, but The Rock's cool. Who's playing Baldrick? What? Who's playing Baldrick? Oh, Black Adam is like Black Adder. Yeah, that's that's great stuff, man. I was like, okay, there's a joke there somewhere. I just need to kind of go through it, like sort of detective mode in Batman, just just finding scanning. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but but if they continue with with the whole this this Battinson kind of thing, I'm I'm super down. I was I was really really positive about this movie, and uh, it's it yeah it's been going around in my head for for quite a while for many weeks now. I saw it on the fourth. Um, so yeah, it's dope. It's diggity dope. But you know, if you're listening to this spoiler thing, you already know it's diggity dope. Unless you thought it was rubbish and you just listened to two idiots prattle on about Batman for ages, which is entirely possible. But then whose fault is that? We just put it out there. You were the one who actually listened to it. Why am I blaming my audience? Rob. Real fringe types. (laughs) I always do that whenever I I start just rambling and then I ask you for help. And very rarely do you actually help. You're, You're not the beacon of hope that I want. No, but you're the one you deserve. <laughs> so, Roberto, do you have anything else to say on the Batman other than it's re- good and that? In summary, much of you said, I'm um, I'm looking forward to the next one. Hopefully it's not too joke-heavy. Uh, I thought, you know, this was well cast. For, for me, the best thing is the sort of the design and the score. Mm. Really elevate it for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's just good to chat about the Batman. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I, uh, I, I got to talk about it because, uh, it's, it, as I said, it's been knocking around my head for a while. It's, it's a good movie and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing it again. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. Um, time will tell how I sort of view it in relation to the Dark Knight films. Yeah, I think that that's going to be uh, an interesting kind of thing. I mean, it, it's a shame that we have to stack these things, but then we do it on franchise fatigue anyway. Indeed. But but you know, it, it sometimes it, it does feel a little bit kind of like, oh, can't it be its own thing? But the Dark Knight trilogy is was a fucking game changer. Like, it, it's any Batman thing is going to be related back to that isn't it because it's just it's the spawning point for so many things i think certainly anything that came uh, anyone that comes after it yeah exactly and just and, like and, the next bond will be compared to the uh, daniel craig ones yeah yeah exactly once once you leave enough of a mark then that's that's the that's the sort of mark that uh the successors have to hit and nolan left a high watermark you know so so yeah, would be interested. I I think I, at the moment, if I had to, if I had you know, gone to my head, I think it would probably be my top three would be Lego Batman is is automatically platinum number one. You know that's that's just that's its own thing. But uh, but I think I would probably be, go Dark Knight, Batman Begins, The Batman, and then Dark Knight Rises. I like Dark Knight Rises, but you know, not as much as as the other two and the Batman. I think a couple more watches will kind of like really make sure that I'm, I'm, you know, I feel right about that, but that's how I'd, how I'd sort it into the top. I think it would make top three. Okay. What about you? I would still put, uh, the dark Knight, the dark Knight rises, Batman begins the Batman. Okay. So it just misses out on top three for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still though, with all that competition, and let's not forget, it's the Dark Knight trilogy as well. That's pretty good going. So, so yeah. No, enjoyed it. Want to see more. Looking forward to it. Hopefully not Joker, though. I'm trying to think what villain I would have in in the sequel. Maybe Hush. Hush oh, is court, an in- the interesting... Of the Court of Owls, they yeah, they've been meaning to do that for a while, and, and that's that's one of the that's one of the stories that people are just like, do it, please. It'll be a hit. Uh, 
I thought I was better. <laughs> I, I, could, I could hear I, you deflate then. Yeah, I just because I I thought I'm disappointed in myself because I thought I was better than this of like catching your setup lines and just pissing over that bonfire, but I didn't catch that one, and I blame myself. You get the setup lines you deserve. Again. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Anyway, that's it, possibly forever, from the Popcorn Bucket podcast. you said that so many times before. I'd always threaten to end this show, and I haven't so far. I'm, maybe I'm just like Batman when it comes to, like, he should kill the villains, but he's not going to. But he definitely should. What I'm basically saying, Rob, is I'm going to put you in fucking hospital. Because <laughs> you are vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I'm vengeance. So, outro us, bud. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for your time and thank you for listening. We'd love to have your feedback. Please email podcast at thepopcornbucket.com. You can find us on Instagram at popcornbucketpod or over on Twitter at popcornbucketpt or on URL thepopcornbucket.com. <laughs> very good. If you're able to, it'd be great if you can rate the episode wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe and share. Thank you so much to Mr. Lawrence Owen of Longcat Media for the theme music. Many thanks, take care, and see you next bat episode. Yep, same bat time, same bat channel. What he bat said. Bats. Bats. Bats.